Welcome to Hugh, my name is Darren and thank you for joining me here. I would like to continue on from my last podcast, Why Do You Stand Here Looking Into the Sky? God has continued to stir my heart about his saints who gather together for a cause and a purpose. Today, we're going to look at our purpose as the body of Christ, which is surrounded by people who do not realize they need God. So how do these people come to realize that they need God? For that, we need to understand God's plan and purpose for us as his people, the church. In Isaiah chapter 28, it says that God has laid a stone, a tested stone, a precious cornerstone. Paul confirms this in Ephesians 2.20, which says, Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. So if Jesus Christ is our cornerstone, we must look to him to answer this question regarding the church. Let us then look at Jesus' view about the gathering of people in the temple at Jerusalem. In the book of Matthew, chapter 21, verses 12 and 13, it says this, And Jesus entered the temple and drove out all who sold and bought in the temple, and he overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold pigeons. He said to them, It is written, My house shall be called a house of prayer. This is also recorded in John chapter 2. But in verse 17 of chapter 2, it says this, His disciples remembered that it is written, Zeal for your house will consume me. So this is the picture so far. Jesus has great zeal, energy and enthusiasm for the place where people gather together in the name of God. And secondly, it is a house of prayer, as confirmed in Isaiah 56, 7. A house of prayer for all nations, he says. But as we know, this temple building does not exist anymore, and for a good reason. Jesus says this in John chapter 14, verse 23. Anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. Paul says this in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 19 to 22. Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people, and also members of his household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Jesus Christ himself as the chief cornerstone. In him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him, you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. What is the Bible saying here? Those who believe and gather together in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ are the new temple. If then we are the new temple that God is putting together, what should we be doing as the temple of God? Let us read 1 Peter chapter 2 verses 4 and 5. As you come to him, the living stone, rejected by humans, but chosen by God and precious to him, you also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God 
through Jesus Christ. Here the Bible says we are living stones because we are connected to Jesus Christ, the living cornerstone. And when these living stones come together, it forms a temple, as Jesus said, when two or three are gathered in my name, I will be there. Now I'm going to be straight to the point in this matter and no fooling around. Unless you know and understand that you're a living stone and that you are a living temple, when you are gathered together, you will become blind and distracted with things that will draw you away from the things God has intended for us as a people. As Corrie ten Boom said, If the devil cannot make us bad, he will make us busy. Secondly, as we gather together as God's temple, God's heart for us is to pray and seek him together as a people. And I mean everyone and not just a couple of people who get together because everyone else is too busy for such things. We do gather together to hear the word of God, which is vital. But prayer is just as vital, which currently is almost last place as a priority in the church. And according to history, when a whole church gathers together as a temple for prayer, the temple of God lights up and God moves. It does not matter where you gather together as a temple. God will make his home, his house in that place. And there you will find the mind of God like never before. What happened to Jesus after he cleansed the temple in the book of Matthew? All the people who were outside came in and were touched by God himself. And what did Jesus come for? To save the world. So when we gather together, it is for the people to come and meet God, to be healed, to be freed from sin, to be saved, because God is being revealed to those coming in. Because the gathering of the people as the temple of God has shifted from being a church organization to a house of prayer for all nations. So I encourage all you to be a living stone, to be joined together, to become a living temple of God for his spirit to move in. If you are a living stone, then it is you that represents God as an ambassador to those who do not know God. And God has placed this sentence on my heart in the last few days. And listen carefully. People do not realize they need God until they meet you. I hope you understand that statement. People do not realize they need God until they meet you. Let me finish off with this encouraging note. Some people say to me that most people are now too busy to go to church due to sport and recreational activities. For me, that is not a problem at all. And for God, I know he always has a plan. Let us look at the Welsh revival of 1904. When the Welsh people gathered together, they really pushed into God with prayer and fasting. They were hungry and wanted more. They became living stones because they connected themselves to the living cornerstone, Jesus Christ. And after turning the gathering into a house of prayer, God's Spirit came in and moved because now they are a living temple for God. And listen to the effect it had on people who did not realize they needed God in their lives. Sports clubs closed down because players and fans were busy at church, pressing into God. 
One player even said to the congregation after the sermon was preached, I used to play full back for the devil, but now I am a forward for God. Convictions for drunkenness fell by 50%. Several pubs went bankrupt. A historian called J. Edwin Orr had this to say, Crime was so diminished that judges were presented with white gloves, signifying there were no cases of murder, assault, rape or robbery to consider. The police became unemployed in many districts and stoppages occurred in coal mines, not because of any unpleasantness between management and workers, but because so many foul-mouthed miners became converted and stopped swearing so that the horses which handled the coal trucks in the mines could no longer understand what was being said to them. I find that amazing. And this is what happens when you understand the heart of God for his people, the church, the body of Christ, to be and act as a living temple for God, to dwell and move in by his Holy Spirit. May God stir your heart for him and his people. Thank you for listening to this podcast. This is something that has been heavy on my heart. God has put it heavy on my heart. And whoever listens to this, I pray that it will stir you greatly and stir those around you greatly. Let people know that you are a living stone. And when you get together, let us be a living temple, seeking God foremost and hearing the word of God together. Amen. Have a great day.